Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, gang. And welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And would you believe, of course, there's only one place to start. We're going to get right into today's podcast with, of course, some breaking news about the European Super League. Trust me, gang, this is massive. I could make loads of jokes there, but of course, I'm too professional for that. And we don't have time, more importantly. Over now to Danny Mills and Hugh Wisencroft. Breaking news on TalkSport. It's absolutely massive news here on TalkSport. We understand all of the clubs are meeting right now with a view to disbanding the European Super League. That idea didn't last long, did it? Chelsea, City fans, your club's backing out already? Now, TalkSport Breakfast presenter the wonderful and award-winning Laura Woods was outside Stamford Bridge ahead of Chelsea's match with Brighton last night where a number of fans had gathered to protest against the stupid ESL. A little bit further down Fulham Road, as everybody kind of got moved on a little bit, it was really weird. There was just this ripple. It was like a real moment where people started to cheer and we were like, what are they cheering about? And then word started to spread through the crowd um, that Chelsea had pulled out, that basically they were preparing papers. Then people started to kind of confirm it because everyone's looking at each other saying, is that real? Is that actually happening? And then it just turned into this, this absolute celebration on the streets. I've never seen anything like it. It is pretty emotional. I think all the Chelsea fans have come and I'd like to see this happen at the other stadiums now. I'll make fans make your voices heard because it's clearly worked here and hopefully the Super League is dead forever. It's coming home. I'll tell you what, right? I've got so much to say and I've got little time to say it, but I'm hoping that all the fans get together now and I want a big thank you to Talk Sport for giving us the fans a voice. You're brilliant. Without you, we weren't nothing. We weren't heard. Tonight, we're heard and we will keep on demonstrating until we won. And guess what? We won. All Roman Abramovich has ever cared about since he came into the club was winning. That was it. That's all he's ever cared about. He's not really been the man that's just, we need to make money, we need to make money. He's not a Cronkey, he's not FSG, he's not the Glazers. All he's ever wanted is to win, and I'm so glad that they've pulled out. Liverpool fans, Man United fans, Arsenal and Spurs, should your clubs be next? And now Arsenal, Perry Groves. Here we go, Uh, Arsenal, the latest team set to withdraw from the European Super League. The fans have all the power... Because if they have empty stadiums, the product, whatever you're trying to sell on telly... It looks terrible. ...don't work. It doesn't. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. So fans will always win. Fans get managers sacked. Fans get owners out the door, don't they, if they actually rebel against them. Now fans are saying, no, you're not going to have a league because we we're, we're, not, we're not having it. 
we're not going to follow it. Mm. You're done and dusted. I think they thought that because it was the big six, that the big six fans would go, oh, that's Andy, because we're going to be protected here. You think, no, no, fans' mentality don't work mm. like that. Jordan Henderson has just put this message on his social media. The Liverpool captain says, we don't like it and we don't want it to happen. This is our collective position. Our commitment to this football club and its supporters is absolute and unconditional. You'll never walk alone. Liverpool Football Club can confirm that our involvement in proposed plans to form a European Super League has been discontinued. I just look really forward to just football being back where it was. I was yesterday listening to Talk Sport for about eight hours, nine hours non-stop at work and just thinking, like, really, this is probably the end of football, thinking I've only seen Champions League final and I saw Carabao Cup final in 2012 and I'm thinking this could really be the end of Liverpool and hearing that it's now over, it's just so, so pleased. I've never seen football fans come together like this I've, I've been on England trips I've travelled the world with England you know working and, and playing and there's always a little bit of fallout between certain teams and whatever mm. I've never ever seen football fans come together as one like this ever before I have a club statement from none other than Manchester United and it says this Manchester United will not be participating in the European Super League we have listened carefully to the reaction from our fans the UK government and other key stakeholders we remain committed to working with others across the football community to come up with sustainable solutions to the long-term challenges facing the game. I think that's really key, that second paragraph. We've listened carefully to the reaction from our fans. These so-called owners of these clubs need to realise that they're not the actual owners of the club. Yes, they have the front door keys, but they need to know they are just sitting tenants. That is all they are, and that is all they will ever be. Because the landlord of every club is the football fan. And that has been proved more than ever over the last 24 hours. The European Super League was made up of teams from England, Italy and Spain. And make no mistake, make no mistake about it, it's the English fans that over the last 24 hours have smashed those plans to pieces. And I know, I know that football over the years in the past has had its dark days. But make no mistake if you're listening to this, this is without doubt one of the proudest days ever to be an English football fan. I salute you all because you have made sure that our kids and our kids' kids and our kids' kids will enjoy football in years to come like we have enjoyed it in years gone by. understands that Manchester United Chief Executive Ed Woodward has resigned from the club following the failed attempt to launch a breakaway Super League. This will be news that resonates across the, the football planes far and wide. Manchester United fans, not just you, will have something to say about this. This is absolutely massive news. Someone who has been criticised year on year for the decisions that he has made as Executive Vice Chairman at Manchester United is finally gone from your club. The Glazers might not be out, but Ed Woodward is. Here's the Suns' Manchester United correspondent, Neil Custis. I just think he's had enough and he just couldn't face the backlash that was coming. I mean, this is a man who's he's done very well to last this long, given all the stick he's had down the years. And I think this was just this was just finally it. He could see that he could see that it wasn't going to work. He could see that United were being 
you know, pointed at as one of the main drivers behind it. I'm so elated. I'm lost for words. I'm so happy he's gone out of everyone. Everyone's just going to be laughing at him, singing, na 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 Hey, goodbye. <laughs> That's what they say. He'll leave quicker than 2021 ends. He'll leave quicker than that. End of the season. He's gone. He came into the club after, of course, massive changes. David Gill leaving, Alex Ferguson leaving. And he has overseen what has been at times a shambolic period in Manchester United history, not just in terms of signing players, but as I say, that connection, that real connection with the fans, he has been the Glazers man throughout. He's taken home £4 million a year and he's done absolutely nothing, in my opinion, for this club other than sign shirt deals and bring in money. Manchester United fans have deserved better the entire time. I, I truly believe that. They've deserved better decisions from Ed Woodward and those at the, in the hierarchy of the club. They've deserved better communication. Results are one thing, but I think Manchester United have not been run like a club at the top table for the years that he has been at, in terms of his time as executive vice chairman. Best in class is what Manchester United need, and I, I'm not afraid to say he has not been that. He has not been that. I'm sorry. Since 2012, United have been in decline, and it's only the last year or so, really, that United have been improving. I think he's just been an absolute disgrace to the uh, to the badge, to the club, to the fans. At the end of the day, he's a banker. He's not a football man. He's never been a football man, and I'm happy to see the back of him. And hopefully, we can get someone decent through his door who can do a ten times better job. After all this, I mean, I, I really do think now would be a great time for English football to so just sit down reevaluate, and adopt the you know the German football model 51%, 51% that's the one yeah. yeah because the owners coming in they want something for the return but you know think of how many clubs have been ruined by investors coming in and just treating it like a like a toy I mean you think of Blackburn Rovers with the Venkies Fulham got taken over American owners they, they got relegated after being in the Premier League for so long and, uh, and and I think the German model can be successful because I mean you know Dortmund have got to a couple of finals I think Bayern Munich have won three of the last 20 Champions Leagues you know got some great football Germany have won the World Cup so I, th- I think it can be a successful model and now might be the time to um, to start doing that I want the Glazers gone I want John W. Henry well, he's good I want him gone I want Crunchy gone I don't want any of these American owners, any of these American businessmen, I don't want them anywhere near the British game again. Daniel Levy in the last few moments has said, we regret the anxiety and upset caused by the European Super League proposal. We felt it was important that our club participated in the development of a possible new structure that sought to better ensure financial fair play and financial sustainability whilst delivering significantly increased support for the wider football pyramid. We believe that we should never stand still and that sports should constantly review competitions and governance to ensure the game we all love continues to evolve and excite fans around the world. And he finishes his statement by saying, we should like to thank all those supporters who presented their considered opinions. Fan power once again at the fore. My opinion on this is I understand all the backslap, but I don't understand why we're sort of saying, oh, well, that's it, then you're all allowed back. There's got to be some ramifications for these clubs. The, the chairman, the owners of these clubs have made their stance clear. They want out. So whether the fans have won this time, so you think going to stop them doing something like this again? Not in my opinion. You, the only way you're going to stop this is by deduction, points deductions. I thought it was quite an interesting concept, at least. I, I didn't think it would take off for years and go on for years, but I thought at least it would be it'd be something that could go on for a few years and, and make people make a little bit of change. I thought there could be a salary cap involved in there with a draft. Yeah, Charlie, maybe. you're a Newcastle fan, right? I don't want that. Yeah. That gives you virtually no chance of getting into that the 15, so there's only going to be about five other clubs from around Europe 
They're the only ch- it's the only chance you've got to get into. It won't be Newcastle. And, it, no. and you've, that means your no. club virtually has no chance, whereas that, now you that, do. And that means your club dies. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean the club dies. Oh, it, it does, Charlie. Mean, no, absolutely it doesn't. No, it absolutely. does. Shall I tell you why it dies? Because the Premier League right. that's worth millions, maybe billions around the world as a commodity, that all that money goes because no one wants to watch that Premier League. They all want to watch this new European Super League. And the Premier League gets diluted. I think it's time to give back the power to the football league clubs and the other 14 league clubs. Because I think now that so-called, and I say so-called top six, are not as powerful as they thought they were. And suddenly now, this is a great opportunity to take back that power and rebalance football. With government involved as well, and for whatever reasoning, you know, Keir Starmer and Boris Johnson, if they want to pile in, absolutely fine. But what an opportunity to reset football and put it back on track and give it back to the fans. Now, before the news broke about Man City leaving the European Super League, their manager, Pep Guardiola Guardiola, has been speaking about the planned breakaway tournament. He said the proposal is not sport if you cannot lose, as success is always guaranteed, and rightly so. It's not a sport when the relation between the effort and the success, the effort and reward, doesn't exist. So it's not a sport. So it's not a sport of the success is already guaranteed. It's not a sport and it doesn't matter if you lose. That's why I said many times, I want the best competition as strong as possible, so especially the Premier League. And it's not fair when one team fight, 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 arrive at the top and after cannot be qualified because the success is, is already guaranteed for just for few clubs. Now, interim Spurs boss Ryan Mason has been speaking for the first time since it was announced. He will manage the club until the end of the season following Jose Jose's Mourinho's sacking. We'll hear from the German expert Ralf Honigstein, not Stein, Stein, S-T-E-I-N, is Stein, let me tell you that, on why RB Leipzig's Julian Nangelsmann won't come to Spurs. And Darren Bent will tell us why Brendan Rodgers won't want the job either. Oh, that's nice of Bentley. So, who will be the next permanent manager of Spurs? Over to the former Palace owner, Simon Jordan. No, not him, he's not going to be the, the next one, although in his mind he could probably easily do that. But anyway, we're going to hear from him now. Julian Nagelsmann. He'll go to Bayern Munich. Brendan Rodgers. Very good. I don't think you'll get him out of Leicester. Eddie Howe. Mm, too big a job for him. Rafa Benitez. Why? Yeah, let him go back to Newcastle. They love him up why not? Why not? Because I think Rafa Benitez as a star is far less than it once was before. When he went to Real Madrid, he couldn't cut it there. He can cut it at a certain level of club. He's a very decent manager, but I think Spurs need something very different now because they've got close and they've really receded back now. They need someone to really get hold of They need a Klopp to get hold of them to do what Klopp did at Liverpool to a Tottenham. So what's the last one? Uh, Nuno Espirito Santo. There's your guy. There's your guy. Why? Because he's an outstanding manager and he's got all the energy, vitality and determination. But can you get him out of Wolves? There's your guy. With his connections to... With his connection to Portuguese agents, with his attitude towards players, with the style of football that he wants to play, with his conviction, he doesn't care about anything and anyone besides his team. Look at the run-ins he used to have with Warnock when they were back in the day in the Championship. He's a proven leader of men and he's built a football team in Wolves that have knocked on the door without quite the same livery, heritage and resource. There's your guy. Ryan Mason, who's in charge this weekend, of course, with Chris Powell when Tottenham going against Manchester City in the Carabao Cup final. Ryan Mason will remain in charge of Tottenham from now until the end of the season. (laughs) So the job is his. Many different emotions going through my body at the moment, but probably the most important one is, is pride. 
been associated with this club over 20 years. It's, it's a very long time of my life and I feel very proud. I feel like I have an excellent connection with the fans, which I feel is important. So yeah, there's there's a lot of pride in, in being given this opportunity to, to help this great football club. Julian Nagelsmann. Leipzig have no intention of releasing him. Uh, they, they fight tooth and nail not to let him go. He has no release clause. The slightly bigger issue is that he very much would like to go to Bayern Munich. I think this is a guy who's hugely ambitious, who's talked about uh, very openly about talking to Real Madrid a couple of years ago and saying no to Real Madrid because he didn't think he was ready. But there's an indication of how he sees himself. And I think if it's between Spurs and Bayern, for him, it's it's not a consideration. You know, he's he's from a place very near Munich. His family lived near Munich. He was a Bayern fan growing up. I think Leicester's got a better squad. Than, than Spurs yeah they've probably got the best player in terms of Harry Kane uh, Son's a very very good player but other than that goalkeeper you'd have to say maybe could go either way defensively Leicester are better the three in the middle of the park by the way what Tillemans Madison and, and Ndidi I think that that is top top draw so I can't see Brendan Rodgers leaving there Before I let you go, let me tell you about some live football are coming your way tonight from 6pm, live and exclusive to TalkSport, don't you know? You can hear commentary of Spurs against Southampton, or if you want to hear Millwall against Bournemouth in the Championship, you can. All you have to do is swipe right or left. I don't quite know which way it is on the TalkSport app. Maybe I should know, but it's one way. Just try it, and if it's not... If, anyway, you can listen to Millwall be Bournemouth in the Championship on TalkSport 2. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, on TalkSport with the fun boy Jason Cuddy tonight from 10pm, taking your calls after Spurs against Southampton. And Villa beat Man City. Oh, come on, Villa. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.